everyone welcome back to the podcast and welcome back to the youtube channel this is the multi-dimensional journey and this is your host ayahuasca car and today we're going to be talking about the sacred witness or kind of talking more about um one-on-one -on -one sits in the ayahuasca experience and how this isn't often talked about ayahuasca is traditionally done in a group setting um, but i really wanted to bring light to individual experiences and the amount of healing that happens with this kind of undivided attention by the sacred witness um, for hours and hours and hours on end. Um, so specifically in the ayahuasca context, right? Because there's such an emphasis on the group experiences. So really excited to get into that with you. And if you like this video, be sure to hit the like button and subscribe so you don't miss videos. Um, if you like the podcast, be sure to leave the podcast a rating. Um, I upload Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays of each week. So let's get right into it. Um, so my initial experiences with ayahuasca back in 2016 basically were born out of kind of what we're talking about today. I did not start off my experiences in a group setting. I spent at least my first 15 experiences in an individual setting. And I I always thought, I mean, I didn't I didn't really understand this until later, but you know, I myself at the time was just getting into my training as a psychotherapist and um, psychedelic and plant medicine research and, and all of that wasn't as big as it is today, although it was definitely ramping up. But to be quite honest, I wasn't really involved in that world because I was just getting into it, right? And I'll never forget, you know, during my first experience, just like having somebody present for me for up to eight to 10 hours was healing in itself, you know, to have that uh, in, in therapy land or even coaching or um, if you're a breathwork facilitator and follow Stan Groff's work, whatever you do, right? Whatever type of practitioner you are, um, the word, you know, uh, that healthy transference that happens, whether it's a, a reparenting, whether it's mirroring a mother figure, mirroring a father figure, mirroring um, someone's higher self, um, just being taken care of for that long can be absolutely healing. Um, I, would, I would say with or without the ayahuasca, but um, so my initial experience is, you know, before I ever took ayahuasca for the first time, I knew my sitter and we got to know each other really, really, really well for six months before we ever went into my first experience with each other, which you don't hear a lot. And I feel like this is definitely the model that I follow even in um, taking people through deeper experiences. So a lot of the work I do, um, like for example, with EMDR or breath work, for example, if someone's not deciding to do any sort of plant medicine or psychedelic work, we do have a, a period of rapport building, of resourcing, of um, building a lot of trust and respect with one another before we decide to go deeper, you know, deeper into uh, the boxes of the past or that sort of thing. So this is essentially, you know, even though this person I was working with, that's she wasn't like a clinically trained therapist. Like if we were to put verbiage to what was happening, we were building a lot of trust with each other. You know, like she had brought up ayahuasca in our first session and I was like, mm, that sounds like a terrible idea. And I was like not into it, but I was into everything else that she offered, like hypnotherapy, helping me connect with my spirit guides. Um, and I saw her consistently. And um, I just remember one day, you know, I, I hit a wall in my own therapy and I was like, whatever that Iowa stuff is, like, let's do it. You know, let's let's go for it. And um, I think this is a true testament to like, you know, the relationship between the sitter and the city and making sure there's a there's a strong relationship there which often is just not discussed enough for some reason in the ayahuasca community. It's discussed a lot in other psychedelics um, like ketamine or MDMA, um, a lot of these like clinically focused like settings. And 
it may be just because I'm a Westerner and that's like, you know, that's what I like. But I also think there is like a an art to it, you know, meaning there's there's an art and a science to this that, you know, if I can fully trust you, my nervous system can fully trust you, then I can surrender more into the experience. I actually can go deeper within myself. And I think the other thing about the individual experiences, um, you just know that the person, the whole reason why that person's there, they're there for you. Like there's no other reason why that day is happening other other than you. So I think in a lot of ways, it's it's even more sacred that we have this person's undivided attention and we ourselves have committed to really giving this person our undivided attention as well through our own surrender, through our own process. And we have that sacred witness. And in, in healing trauma and healing really, you know, past um, interpersonal um, events, whether that happened in our own family of origin, with our mother, with our father, with our sibling, with relationships, um, there's so much healing potential that happens with the mirroring, right? With someone sitting for us, just being there the entire time versus when we're in those large groups in those dark rooms can feel kind of lonely, to be honest, you know? I mean, of course, I've had experience of expansion and feeling connected and all these different things. Um, but there's something truly intimate and powerful in allowing somebody else to fully see and be with us, you know? Um, and yeah, like I said, I just, I don't think it's talked about a lot in the ayahuasca community. So I made this podcast and this video to inspire you to know that this is a possibility, you know, that you can have a one-on-one experience. And in my opinion, you know, everyone's different. I really feel like as long as you feel safe and you have built a good relationship with this person, it can be a very deep um, and very surrendering experience. So um, just some things to kind of keep in mind, you know, um, once again, just reemphasizing the individual attention you get, the sacred witness. And, you know, let's not forget to mention, uh, you don't, you know, in groups, you kind of, of course, like no one's muffling you. No one's telling you like, hey, you can't be loud. I've been to a lot of ceremonies that are really loud, to be honest. And, um, and I, and I think with the one-on-one experience, it really has given me the full spectrum to, to be as loud as I want, to express whatever I want. Um, it's kind of like, you know, if you want to process something in the middle of your journey and talk about something, you know, you can do that. You, you really can't do that in group experiences. You're often invited to keep all sorts of language, um, kind of inside until the ceremony's over or the journey's over. Um, the other thing too, is if you want to sing or play songs or basically do whatever you want. Like that's what that entire space is for. So once again, just really, really incredible experience with these, um, with these one-on-ones and more so the emphasis being on the relationship that's built between these two people, the sitter and the city, the sacred witness and the one that's surrendering. And it's such a beautiful process. It really, really is. Um, of course, group experiences and individual experiences both have their pros and cons, but I really wanted to share this with you because it's just, I believe it's not talked about enough. So I hope this has inspired you maybe to think about these experiences in a different and new way. Um, and like I said, if you like today's podcast, please leave it a review. I would really appreciate that. It really helps me out. And then here um, on the YouTube channel, if you liked it, please like it and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any videos that I drop Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. And be sure to check out all the links below. You can sign up for my newsletter, uh, find out ways to work with me, see about my upcoming workshops, breathwork circles, um, preparation and integration circles, all the good things down below. And like I said, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.